0: And thanks to our sponsor, Anderson Hauser, a global leader in measurement instrumentation services and solutions for industrial process engineering. Anderson Hauser, the people for process automation. And please tell them thank you for sponsoring the show by going to our OGGN Anderson Hauser website, which you can find the link to in the show notes and also register for our monthly giveaway. And also, Anderson Hauser will be showcasing their entire portfolio of oil and gas application products and technologies and services at the Automation Fair in Houston, Texas. That will be November the 10th through the 11th. And you're probably going to be, if production schedules go the way they're supposed to, you should be getting this podcast probably just prior to that. I think we may have some information about that in the show notes, but if you look for it and can't find it, just reach out to me. That will give me an excuse to talk to somebody anyway. But the Automation Fair in Houston, Texas, November the 10th through the 11th. All right. With that, let's get to our podcast today, as I have on the show, Mr. Matthew Todd. He is the director of the Environmental Partnership. Matt, thanks for coming on the show today.
1: Russell, thank you very much for having me. Glad to join you and appreciate the opportunity to tell everybody about the Environmental Partnership. So thanks for having me. Well,
0: that's what we want to do here. And I think this is going to be a topic of extreme interest to people who listen to this podcast on a regular basis. So from there, I'm going to kind of turn it over to you, Matt. First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself and then tell us about the environmental partnership. And then I think we're going to talk about how I found out about you guys and kind of take it from there.
1: Sounds great. Well, my name is Matt Todd and director of the environmental partnership. I'm born and raised in Indiana. So I'm a Hoosier, went to school in Indiana as well Purdue university. So I'm a Boilermaker. I studied environmental engineering at Purdue Graduated from Purdue and then was a Peace Corps volunteer. I served a couple of years in West Africa. It's a great experience. I came back, did some environmental consulting, but I've now uh, have about uh, 20 years uh, working with the oil and gas industry. So, it's been a great career and a very rewarding one, and one that's led me to now being involved in the, the creation and launch of the Environmental Partnership. So At the highest level, the environmental partnership is an industry-led voluntary program. So this is a coalition of oil and natural gas companies that are operating here in the United States. And our mission is to really continuously improve companies that are participating in their environmental performance. And so we've got three key principles in the program that's taking action, you know, learning and collaborating. So you build off of those three key principles, and now we have a coalition of companies that have grown over the first few years of the program since this launch. We now have actually 96 companies that are participating in the program.
0: How about that? That was actually, I had just written a note down here. I was, How many companies? A couple of things about that. First of all, so you, your actual degree and area of expertise and everything has been environmental from the start. And so you say you've got 20 years experience in oil and gas. So I assume that was all somehow or another related to HSE that entire time. That's
1: right. Yeah, I spent my, so this program, the Environmental Partnership, is administered by the American Petroleum Institute. So I'm actually coming up on 20 years at API this next month in November. And during that time, I, I spent my career working with oil and gas companies you know, to advance our understanding of emissions, opportunities to reduce them, you know, conducting research, engaging on the development of new environmental regulations that uh, affect the industry. So, I've spent most of my career, you know, working in this field, and a lot of that really informed and kind of led me to my role today as director of the Environmental Partnership.
0: Well, one of the reasons I wanted to kind of pause there for just a moment, if mm-hmm. you've been doing this for 20 years, Talk to me a little bit about one of the things this podcast does and actually the entire OGGN network of podcasts. We are ardent supporters and advocates for the oil and gas industry, you know, Mm -hmm. which is not all that, you know, (laughs) popular today. And of course the, you know, the opponents, you know, you guys, you know, you're all for dirty air, dirty land, dirty water, you know, pushing grandma off the edge of the cliff or whatever, you know. And talk to me about the attitude of the oil and gas industry regarding health, safety, and the environment today as opposed to maybe
1: 20 years ago.
0: Do you see improvement there or what's your perspective on that?
1: There's just intense focus within the industry to continue to improve their operations. Uh, It's been really, for me, a fascinating career to continue to see the improvements within the industry, the, the changes in technologies, the implementation of new technologies. A lot of that is really what the environmental partnership is all about as well. It's really trying to foster and promote the practices that a lot of the companies in this industry have been developing over many years and implementing and developing new technologies. So, you know, that's what the Environmental Partnership's all about. It's been fascinating to be a part of as well through this program. And, you know, I could talk and happy to talk more about the specifics of the Environmental Partnership, but I have to say there's just an incredible amount of interest and energy and commitment among the companies that are participating in this program, you know, that are operating all across the United States, every major oil and gas base. And you know, there's significant improvements in operations and and really focus on continuing to reduce emissions. And one of the key, you know, focuses of our program is trying to further drive down methane emissions from operations across the supply chain. Hey, it's Mark LaCour, Editor-in-Chief here at OGGN.
0: Sorry for the interruption, folks, but I just want to share a few quick things for November. First, our industrial mixers here in Houston, November 17th. It's usually the last Thursday of each month, but because of the holidays, we're having to move stuff around. We're also launching a new live stream, OGGN Unscripted, on November 16th. We'll be at the Rockwell Automation Fair, November 10th through 11th. You can come free. We'll have a live podcast there. We'll be hosting some panels. And then we'll also be at the 23rd World Petroleum Congress, 5th through 9th, once again with live podcast and hosting a couple of panels. For this information and everything else, just follow us on social. Check us out on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. And if you go to LinkedIn, go ahead and join the OGGN Street Team. I'll see you again next month. Okay, so we are going to talk about probably more of the specifics a couple things now the environmental partnership it's a uh, maybe like a, a nonprofit that stands on its own or is it a subsidiary of API and how long has it been when was it formed?
1: The program is administered by API so but importantly it's not limited to just API members as you know, API is a large deleting you know an oil and gas trade association in the united states that represents all aspects of the industry and we have you know nearly 600 members so but this program the environmental partnership is open to any oil and natural gas company that's operating here in the united states that can implement one of the six environmental performance programs that we've created yeah there's opportunity for all companies that can implement the program to join so we launched this program back in 2017. Okay. At the time, we had uh, about 23 companies that were, you know, that were participating at its launch. Obviously, I think like I mentioned earlier, we've grown significantly. So we're, we're thrilled to see its growth over the first few years. We now have 96 companies that are participating. From
0: 23 to 96, and we would recognize the names of a lot of these companies.
1: You absolutely would. They are, you know, the largest oil and gas production companies that are operating in the United States. Nearly every company I think that the average person thinks of when they think of the oil industry is participating in this program. But importantly, you know, I think when you you could go to the website www.environmentalpartnership.org and see all of the participating companies, But you'll see, you know, we have some of the smallest, you know, production companies out there up to the largest companies, even the largest operators, you know, production companies in the world that are participating now. But, you know, so we have built this, you know, pretty incredible coalition of companies that are willing and committed to continuously improve their performance and take additional measures to reduce their emissions in their operations. And it's continued to evolve over the first few years. So we were really focused on at the start and we continue to be focused on reducing our emissions. And we're really focused on oil and gas production at the start. But the interest in the program and, you know, recognition across the industry, as you know, there's a whole transmission segment, so the midstream companies that are you know, transmitting uh, oil and gas, uh, processing gas and transmitting through pipelines to end users and getting it uh, safely to customers are also now participating in the program. So it's, it's really grown. So it's not grown just from production, you know, that are the companies are implementing the program. But, you know, now covering a greater section of the supply chain and midstream companies that are participating in this program. Okay.
0: All right. Okay. So let's talk about the reason why I reached out to you. I saw in some industry, either some industry publication may have just been LinkedIn. I can't remember, or it may have been LinkedIn referencing an industry publication, but apparently you guys, the environmental partnership you published some kind of annual report. Is that right?
1: That's correct, yeah. We recently released our 2021 annual report. So I think that's where you picked up on environmental partnership and got the conversation started. led us to today and the opportunity to talk to you all about it. But we released our 2021 annual report. And, you know, this is our opportunity to tell the story of the industry, tell the story about the program, what the companies are doing, the, the environmental performance programs that they're implementing, So to actually participate, uh, to be a participating company in the program, you need to be able to implement at least one of our environmental performance programs that we've created. So those programs, there's actually six now, and they're really focused on looking historically at some of the higher emitting sources of emissions in our industry's operations. So we've relied heavily on EPA's greenhouse gas reporting program data so many companies are reporting into that program each year on their emissions and so we started this program actually again looking to the, at the production segment on focusing on you know equipment leaks so the companies we've created a program where companies are going out you know finding and fixing leaks they're using the latest technologies optical gas imaging cameras specifically to go out and find and fix leaks. High bleed pneumatic controllers are a you know, common source of emissions. And so, you know, the companies are phasing these high bleed pneumatic controllers, they're gas driven controllers. They're phasing those out of their operations. So, re, you know, basically removing those controllers from operations, uh, gas well liquid unloading events. So monitoring those events and minimizing their duration and minimizing emissions. And then we've actually built on from those three programs to address key emission sources in midstream operations as well. So we have a program for addressing emissions from compressors and pipeline blowdowns, which occur during maintenance events uh, in midstream operations. And then we just built out a sixth program to get after reducing flaring of associated gas in oil fields. So now we have six environmental performance programs that companies are out implementing to drive down emissions from all six of those sources. And then the companies report into the program each year. We aggregate that and then we roll that into our annual report, which is what you mentioned earlier and, and how we got to having the conversation today.
0: So the annual report, if I go to your website, and the website, if it's like your email address, it takes me forever to, it's theenvironmentalpartnership.org? That's correct. Okay, All right. Well, at least once you get it typed in there one time, you've got <laughs> it, you know. So, all right. So yeah. if I go to your website, I can pull up this annual report?
1: Absolutely. Yep. It's right there at the top heading there. You can look at all of our past reports. This is the third annual report that we've released. And so for all six of those programs, we aggregate the data to to really tell the story of the industry. So to give you an example of kind of give you a sense of what the companies accomplished for our leak detection repair program, for example, among the participating companies, you know, they went out and did uh, leak surveys at more than 85,000 sites and conducted more than 430,000 individual leak surveys at those sites. Kind of give you a sense of the scale of this program and, and give you a sense, I think, of just just how much the industry's, you know, doing out there to stay on top of operations and minimize emissions in their operations.
0: Well, you can, if I mean, somebody could learn an awful lot from that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's what the program's really all about. It's it's identifying and promoting the practices that companies can take today to reduce emissions. So that's an important component of the program is when we talk about taking action, we, we're talking about actions that, you know, they're cost effective, they're commercially proven, and we know they achieve significant emission reductions. And that's, you know, so we take what's available to the industry today, what are the things that they can do? And then we promote that. So an important, another important principle of the program is learning. So we go out and host workshops. You know, we'll, we take the program to the operators. So we'll host workshops, you know, down in, in Texas, West Texas. We'll be in the, the Permian Basin, you know, go to Colorado and the DJ, or we've been up to North Dakota to get the Bakken operators together, been up in Pennsylvania for the Marcellus operators, you know, and, and that's a really important component of this program. And we've got a lot of great feedback from the companies that are participating. Because this is, I think, the unique issue, it's a large issue for the industry to continue to improve their performance and reduce emissions. And so it's, I think it's really an example of the industry setting aside their competitive nature. And agreeing to work together, recognizing that, you know, there's real value in sharing this information, sharing these best practices, and to continue to, you know, work together as an industry to drive down emissions and improve performance.
0: You know, this working together as an industry, I hope that becomes a mainstay of the industry. I listened to a presentation, actually it was on health and safety the presenter was saying, you know, if companies would come together and collaborate some of this information and whatever, it could be very helpful and it could, you know, could save a lot of lives and help a lot of folks. We need partnerships in HSE. So this is something that I'm really glad to showcase on this portfolio. So you say you got to get involved in one of these six programs or whatever, but if I decide I want to participate, is there a fee? Do I join? Do I commit? How do I do that?
1: Yeah, we, it's so important. You know, we take every opportunity to continue to grow this coalition the, the more companies that are participating in the environmental partnership, just the, the better off we'll be, the more actions we can take in, in continued reduction of emissions are going to occur and we'll we'll be able to grow this coalition. So if a company, you know, any oil and natural gas, either production and processing company or any of the midstream companies operating in the United States, if they're learning about the environmental partnership for the first time, that's fantastic. We'd absolutely welcome the opportunity to talk to them. They're, again, the the program's administered by API. you actually, you know, again, do not have to be an API member to participate, and there's no cost to join. So, the cost to administer the program is borne by API dues. Oh wow, uh, that's from our members. Okay, that's so yeah. And we thought that that was important. You know, the we want to grow this coalition, and, and again, the, the more companies that are participating, better we'll be able to tell the story and benefit the industry broadly.
0: Well, since you mentioned API, let me just do a little side note here. Of course, API, their national headquarters is in Washington. And I actually, you were mentioning all these different places you go to, West Texas, the Bakken, you know, I actually forgot to ask you, Matt, where are
1: you? (laughs) Yeah, I forgot to say I'm in Washington, D.C. Okay, so you're in Washington, D.C. with the API
0: headquarters. Okay, well, good. That's correct. We may have to talk off air or whatever. I don't know if you're aware of it because I'm finding out other people don't. I've actually been in contact. API has local chapters. And, of course, Houston has an api local chapter, and of course naturally it's the largest of all the local chapters that they have them in the Bakken and they have them in in other places in Texas and other you know Oklahoma and other places and I'm actually the chairman of the local chapter of api and uh Fantastic. we've been trying to get more of a partnership between the local chapters and api national we had gotten it on track we had Amanda. The COO there in yeah, Washington,
1: yeah, Amanda. Yeah, Amanda
0: eversall yeah, yep. She was <laughs> yeah. she was scheduled to come and be the uh, keynote speaker at our luncheon in September, and that that hurricane that came through, we had to postpone it and cancel it. So now we're trying to to get it rescheduled. But these are programs that I mean, I wasn't aware that API was you know the catalyst behind this definitely need to get that information out so
1: yeah well that's why i'm here today Russell. well
0: good <laughs> that's why i'm here to let everybody know we will yeah if folks want to know more we've already talked about the website we'll be sure and post that in the show notes but we'll also post in the show notes your linkedin contact info and again matt i appreciate you coming on the show And as always, I want to thank everyone for listening. And again, remind you this podcast would not be possible if it were not for our sponsor, Anderson Hauser, providing process solutions for flow measurement, level, pressure, temperature, analytics, and much more. They optimize processes in efficiency, safety, and environmental impact. You can follow them on both LinkedIn and Twitter. Those links will also be posted in the show notes. Tune in again next week for another episode of Anderson House's Oil and Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like us on LinkedIn, and use all of your social networking to tell your friends about us. And we'll
1: see you next time. Thanks so much, Russell.